Chapter 2 The chickens scolded as Julia took fresh eggs from the nests inside the coop. She paid them no heed. The sound was as familiar to her ears as the sight of the sun rising in the east each morning was to her eyes. Beyond the wire that enclosed the coop, protecting the birds from predators, Bandit lay in the barnyard, head upon his paws, waiting for Julia to finish her morning chores. Dear Bandit, he'd been her faithful friend through thick and thin these past nine years. He wasn't as fast as he'd once been, and she suspected his eyes weren't as sharp either. But his heart was as big as ever. Oh, that more people could love as deeply as her brown and white spaniel. Ready for breakfast? she asked the dog as she unlatched the gate and stepped out of the enclosure. Bandit was instantly on his feet, expectation in his dark eyes. Julia would swear he smiled at her. Of course you are, she laughed softly as she turned toward the house. Bandit ran ahead of her, but before he reached the porch, he stopped and stared off to the south. His head lowered, and he growled a warning. Julia turned in the direction of the dog's gaze in time to see a lone man leave the trees, leading his horse. Alarm shot through her. She'd left the rifle inside the house, something she rarely did since the death of her husband. It was always better to be prepared for trouble, if not from men, than from bears or rattlers. Easy bandit, she said softly, moving toward the dog without taking her eyes off the man. He was a stranger to her. She could see that as he drew closer. He had a handsome face, despite a pale scar on his right cheek, a noticeable zigzag that cut into the dark shadow of a beard on his jaw. Lines etched the corners of his eyes and his mouth. She guessed him to be a few years her senior, no more than thirty-five. He stopped a short distance away. Ma'am? He tugged the brim of his hat. My horse pulled up lame a ways back and could use some rest. Could we trouble you for a drink of water? She nodded, then motioned with her head toward the pump. Help yourself. Bandit sat and continued to watch the man while his mistress carried the basket of eggs into the house. On her way back to the porch, Julia picked up her rifle and moved it to a spot just outside the door. She wanted the stranger to know she wasn't vulnerable. In fact, she'd become a good shot as long as her target wasn't moving too fast. After the man, now hatless, slaked his thirst from the stream flowing out of the spout, he filled his canteen and then splashed water on his face and the back of his neck. He finished by slicking his thick dark hair with both hands as he straightened, his gaze moving toward the house. I'm obliged, motioning to the horse drinking from the trough, he added. Both of us are, she nodded. How far am I from the nearest town? A couple hours ride, less if you push your horse. The man squinted toward the west. Can't push him. Guess it'll take longer. He looked hungry. Not that his stomach was any of her concern. You wouldn't be looking for a hired hand, would you? She didn't answer. Temporary, just until my horse heals up. The stranger picked up his hat and set it over his dampened hair. Julia didn't want anyone to work for her, couldn't afford to hire a hand for one thing, liked her solitude for another. Still, the fellow did look hungry, and his horse was favoring his left foreleg. Against her better judgment, she said, I reckon I might need a few things done around the place. 
Until your horse is healed. Can't pay you anything, but you'll have plenty to eat while you're here. Relief flashed in his eyes. You look as if you could use some grub now. Relief changed to surprise. Yes, ma'am. She supposed he couldn't be any more surprised by her offer than she was. Turn your horse into the corral there. It won't take me long to whip up some breakfast. That's kind of you. She shrugged as she turned and went inside. What on earth was she thinking? Offering a drifter breakfast and a job, no matter how temporary. How did she know he wasn't dangerous? It wasn't as if Sage Hen was on a well-traveled road. It was a good piece off the beaten path. What was he doing in these parts? Then again, he didn't look like a thief so much as someone who'd fallen on hard times. From the look of his shaggy hair, he hadn't been near a barber.